I tell Enzo all the time, I'm like, anybody can put anything on YouTube. It's right. not all kids shows. Like you can't yeah. just F around on it. No, I don't say F around in my yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> You can't, I say. You can't just fuck around on it. (laughs) (laughs) Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Um, are you done with your biscuits? Yes. You want to get this started? Yes. Okay, for real, for real? Yes. Okay, hi, I'm Joy. Hi, I'm Emily. And uh, we're here Skyping with Lauren. <laughs> Hi. This is the residual. We're always super good at that part. <laughs> uh, so Lauren is here, sort of here, here with us on the same phone call. Yeah. Um, tell us about international ghostliness. International ghost story. Yes. So Mm. we went, it was the summer of 2019. We went to Ireland. My sister-in-law got married and we kind of hopped around. We were there for about 10 days and we hopped around to different counties. And the last place that we stayed, um, we went to this old cottage that I think when I looked it up, it was built in the 1500s. And so we stayed at this old cottage. It was absolutely beautiful. It had all these reviews on Airbnb about celebrities that stay in the main house. And my sister-in-law had gone and and, um, researched it before we went there. My brother-in-law had actually stayed there the night before us for a couple days. So we just kind of went into it like, sweet, this place is awesome. We had only about an hour to get ready from when we got there to we were going to a wedding after party. So we kind of got in there and we're getting ready really quickly. I'm in one bathroom, like putting on makeup. My husband's doing something else. And our two-year-old, he was not quite three, was downstairs playing with his little car, running it over the furniture and everything. And then he says, mommy, daddy, someone's at the door. So I'm like, Matt, can you get that? I'm in the bathroom. (laughs) So we come downstairs and um, I open the door like, oh, no one's there. But the host of the property uh, of the Airbnb lived on the property. So I was like, oh, maybe she's just making sure we checked in, seeing if we need anything. And we start to ask questions. We said, um, I said, um, who was it? Was it a lady? And he said, no, it was a girl. And I said, oh, okay, well. What, did she say anything? And he goes, no, she's here. And she, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he said, she's here. And he's looking in the room, like the little main living room. And he said, she's here. And she said, hey, this is my house. And then she breaked my heart like Ooh. this. 
Yeah, and then he takes his fist and he pounds his fist and punches himself <gasps> on the heart. What? And we're like, oh, what? And he said, yeah, and he just keeps looking in the room. And he said, she's hiding under the red pillows and the couch. And we're kind of like, you know, he's two. He's not yet three. And so we're thinking like, oh, that's quite an imagination. But the break to my heart thing, he had never said anything like that before. So we're like, okay, so this time I'm going to turn on my camera. And I want you to tell me the whole thing again. Because I was like, I want to make sure he's not just like, oh, no, 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 no. And then change the story. So he tells the story again, exactly the same. And he shows us again. And she breaks my heart like this. And he punches himself in the chest. And we're like, okay, I'm freaked out. Did um, he ever, like, make up stories like that before? Like, say never. he saw anything before that? Never. Okay, so it I was mean, totally was, weird then. Yeah, he's now that he's, this is almost a year later now um, from when this happened. This was August of 2019. Now it's April of 2020. So now if it had happened, I think I would have, not been as freaked out at first because he says funny stuff. Right. But at the time, he had never said, he had never made up a story. He had mm-hmm. never talked about something like that. And he just so matter-of-factly was like, Mommy and Daddy, someone's at the door. So then um, we're kind of like, we're like, okay, but we have to go. And he says, uh, Alicia says that, oh, he says, no, he says, Alicia uh, says this is her house and her mommy and yeah, and, he says, and, her, and her mommy and daddy are grumpy. And so we're kind of like, we're freaked out, but then we have to we have to go to this after party. So then it becomes the talk of the after party. We're sort of, we're asking <laughs> my brother-in-law, who had stayed there the night before us with his eight-year-old, and we're like, did you experience anything weird, unprompted? Did you experience anything weird? And he was like, oh, you, did you hear like critters? Critters? No. Not critters. More like were they grumpy uh, critters? Yeah, he like said, "Oh, Scott Grimes critters." Right. <laughs> it's like, well, it's a very, very, very old place. I think there's probably mice or something. Or no, no, no. This was um, Lycia. And so we're telling him the story. Yeah, we're like we're telling him the story, and he's looking at us like we're crazy. Then my two-year-old corrects us, and he's like, "No, not Lycia." Alicia. And so he corrects us like, no, 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 this is, this is her and she's real. And then he starts, so we ended up staying there for three nights. That night we got back after this after party and we had purposely paid for a two bedroom Airbnb because we thought, okay, we'll sleep in one room. He'll sleep in the other. We'll all get a good night's sleep. But of course we get back there and I'm like, I'm not leaving his side. <laughs> so we're all sleeping in one room together. Right. And we all just like piled into this room because I was, it was also a two story house. So I'm like afraid that they're going to push us down the stairs or, you know, I just, so all night I'm up because I hear like creaks and cracks and wind. And I'm just like, so I, I had said out loud, I said, and of course my husband's like, really? I was like, um, hi, Alicia or whoever's in this house, we know that this is not our house and we're just staying for a few days. We don't mean any harm and we're going to go. And I even made my two-year-old say the same thing out loud. 
And then it was like the next morning we woke up and he's laughing at her. And he says, Alicia, now Alicia is dressed like me and she's (laughs) reading a book. Oh, no. I'm sorry. What What was he wearing? Do you mind me asking? He was just wearing jammies. And he said, now she's wearing clothes like me and she's reading a book and he's looking at the, every time he references her, she's always on the red couch in the family room. It's always like, he'll look past us, but at this point he seems okay with her. Like he's not afraid and he's referencing the actual point that she's sitting at. And so I'm, you know, I'm asking questions, but I'm also trying not to freak him out or freak myself out um and I asked him again now what did she say and he told me the whole she she said this is my house and she breaked my heart like this and um so yeah then he told me at some point that Alicia tried to take his Buzz Lightyear toy and pull it through the wall Um, what oh my god he's like Alicia tried to take my Buzz Lightyear into the wall this is bananas yeah, so oh so she kind God. of like she comes in and out of of him referencing her, and then he forgets, and he does a two year old thing and grabs a a car and is like rah rah rah, and then he just you know he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Um, and then um, he would say things like, Alessia, why are you hiding under the pillows? And then he would go under the pillows and uh, too uh-uh. and play with her. So we spent. Our last day, we tried to stay out of the house as much as possible. We went and we saw the cliffs of mohair and we're kind of like, all right, we're not going to bring it up unless he brings it up. And we're just kind of like, we slept for three nights. We all slept in the same room together. I tried not to be freaked out. So then the morning of, and my, we had kind of moved him around a lot. So I think he was very much unsure of like, what are we doing today? There was no routine. So the morning that we're getting ready to fly out, uh, we're eating cereal. And I said to him, Guess where we're going today, Bubba? We are going to get on an airplane and we're going to go home. And he goes, oh, Alicia's not mad anymore. Alicia says that she's happy that we're leaving her home. And he's, again, he's oh looking. My God. Yeah, he's looking past me into the room that she's always been sitting in. And um, that was like, at, at that point, I know my husband thought that it was all just like weird and imagination and when he said that <laughs> even my husband was like all right let's just get out of here <laughs> holy shit yeah so then it's like okay so then we're back for two days we don't bring her up my um sister-in-law of course is asking like she's she lives in ireland now so she's like i'm trying to track down the heritage of the house i guess it's been passed down to a couple different families but it's been some sort of um Uh, bed and breakfast for like hundreds of years so tons of people could have stayed so she's trying to like she's trying to do detective work over there but we're trying to just like not bring it up move on from it we're gone at this point yeah we're like yeah you know it's on the other side of the world it's cool yeah it was just like super weird and then he just he brings her up again he's playing with his buzz light ear toy and he says um he says um he said, Mommy, Alicia bumped down the stairs 
And then her hair was pink and her mommy cried and said, I will always love you. Shut up. Yeah. And the very weird thing was, Oh my gosh. We don't, we don't live in a house with stairs. We live in a one story house. So the whole time that we were at that house, he was pausing at the stairs and sliding down on his bum. And so I thought to myself, like, did she tell him that early on or did he see that early on and was like, yeah, I'm not going to go down those stairs. But he said, yeah. So I'm like, he said, his mommy said that she will always love you. And then he said, um, and Alicia said she was the same age as me. She was too like me. (gasps) And so I'm like, okay, well, maybe that's why she felt like she could reach out to him or have him as a playmate and she didn't say anything to my niece that was just there a few days before. Um, I know there's something with that age that's very magical. My son had actually told me. I think when you get older, there's more of like a block. Yeah. And he, he had done, I forget now what age he was. It was around a year and a half or two. He, He had to be vocal enough that, I was talking to him about, you know, that you were in my belly. And um, I said, you remember, do you remember being in my belly? And he said, yeah, I do. And I tried to go to the tunnel, but the tunnel was so small. So then I had to be pulled out. And I actually had an emergency C-section because I couldn't. Yeah, so I was like, I think he's in this really. And then when I asked him about that six months later, he couldn't. He was like, "Ah, yeah, I wasn't in your belly. Like. I'm not a banana. You know, he just couldn't. So I was like, I just wonder if I, I caught him in these little windows of time. Wow. Uh, oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. But then that's he's insane. So there was, sorry to jump around, but then there was, no, so he tells me about the falling down the stairs and her mommy and daddy will always love you. But then he said that I said, um, was Alicia, did she, scare you and he said no she was my friend he said but her mommy and daddy were punching you and daddy in the back (gasps) what yeah so I I don't I mean this is all what he told me and then so today when I knew I was gonna do the podcast with you guys I was like let me just throw this out there to him and I said hey Bubba do you remember Alicia? And he said, oh, yeah, the girl with the pink hair from Ireland. So, <gasps> this is however many months that is from August 2019 to April of 2020. And his story remains the same. It always, I mean, he retold it to a couple different part, people at that after party. It always was like the exact same. And when he recalls it, like he's not ever scared I think he was kind of like at first this is a little weird mm-hmm. but always kind of saw her as like a playmate I don't know yeah because she was just like this is my house you can't live here but oh yeah. you're leaving okay that's fine yeah but her her parents were being grumpy yeah so I have two questions for you first one grumpy is a word that we tend to use back home a lot to mm-hmm it's 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 not really something that I hear that much in the American vernacular. Was that a word that he used prior to this? Oh gosh, I can't really remember. You don't, um, you don't hear grumpy here a lot. No, I don't. 
Oh, that's funny. That, I mean, I've used that my whole life. Oh, well, then I grew up Forget that fucking question. (laughs) No, no, I'm just, (laughs) I represent all Americans everywhere, and I know the word grumpy. Um, No, I just, I think it's interesting for different areas use different words. That's why I was asking. Yeah, he, he elaborated a little bit in saying that the daddy was angry and the mommy was sad. And then when he told me that the mommy said, I will always love you. I was like, just waterworks. Cause it was, I don't, it seemed like a, a retelling of what may have happened to her or. Do we think that the angry dad like pushed her down the stairs or something crazy or. That's I, yeah. That's what I was like. Was he angry? Or was he just angry that it happened? And like, um, yeah, there was a couple things that I would say. Of course, you know, I, I have the whole plane ride back to the States to think about all these different things. It was, yeah. Was it a thing where because he was angry, she was running away from him and fell down? Was Were they angry that we were there? Um, were they the angry? Pink, like the pink hair thing is not something... I find I don't think that it's something that she would have said to him. I feel like she must have right. just shown him right what happened and he just translated yeah. like blood in her hair is pink. Right, yeah. because I said um you know because I have blonde hair and we have several co- cousins that were there at the wedding in Ireland that have red hair. And so I said, "Oh, was it you mean like yellow hair like me?" No. And then I said, oh, okay, so what color hair does Chaley have? She has red hair. And I said, so then what color was Alicia's hair? Pink hair. Mm -hmm. And then, so then he had elaborated once we got back and told me that she fell down the stairs and got bumped and her hair turned pink. So that kind of made me think like. Poor baby. Yeah. So So my other question for you is that when you guys were in the house, often, after he said to you about the mum and dad being angry and hitting you both in the back, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. looking back after hearing that, did you guys have any physical symptoms in the house that you just maybe chalked up to being tired from traveling, sleeping in a different bed, any of that, that now him saying that, that it's like, wait, hang on, my back was really sore. I was having like I was having headaches or just something. Yeah, we actually had headaches, and I thought it was just, like, musty in there. Um, mm-hmm. So, it's yeah, so I guess it's it's hard to know. But we tried to kind of be out of there as much as possible because it did not feel welcome. And it, it definitely, like, I personally even, I was reassured that Miles didn't feel threatened, but I personally felt unwelcomed and a little bit nervous in there. Like, we were definitely not wanted in there. Well, sure. If you're like, I don't know. I don't want to go near the stairs. What if something, like, pushed Right. You? Did you feel like that before he told you that story? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. Which was a reason yeah. why I, I wouldn't let him play near them. And um, I didn't want him sleeping in his own room and waking up in the middle of the night. Like, I just was like, I need him in front of me. Mm-hmm. And just... Yeah, and even I, when I would walk past them, was, like, holding tightly onto the railings, and, yeah, yeah, so we, I definitely felt that, like, uh, 
I don't know. I didn't know if, and I, and then I tried to go back and look at like, were there any death records or anything that matched that name? And then I thought, oh gosh, maybe it was one of these things where they couldn't tell anyone or they didn't tell anyone. And that was, I mean, there might not have been a record of her if it was right. back far enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If it was yeah. built in the 1500s. Yeah. Yeah. The only right. way it would show up is maybe in the census that was taken around that time. Right. If they did a census. Or like you church wouldn't... records. If, if exactly. They had the birth records in the church or something, but that's usually church. family genealogy. Right. But let's right. face it, it's Ireland. It's, um... it's going to be in the church. Yeah. And because it was, um, it had served for many years as sort of like um, a bed and breakfast, it was like, oh, well, anyone could have passed yeah. through and had this terrible thing happen and um i don't know maybe they but if she's saying up- this is my house maybe it was really oh house. yeah that's a good point that is and a good also point. Yeah. if her parents are still there with her then <laughs> right. i would think that if it was just her having the accident then that would make sense that it was just mm-hmm. her Right. But if she's saying that her mummy and daddy are there with her then it mm-hmm. would make more sense that you know and also she's saying it's my house but yeah. not just um, saying my mom and dad are here, not just like there's their residual energy is here. It's like, mm-hmm. no, they're actively here as like a conscious entity, like trying right. to physically harm the other adults in the house. Right, right. Not just and, like, oh, their energy is floating around somewhere. Right. Like he saw them clear as day and was reporting things that they were doing and... Mm-hmm. Oh, so what other things was he telling you other than they were trying to beat the snot out of you? <laughs> I think that was, I think everything I said, let me see if there's anything, if I, because I know I had like written this down with, in like a Facebook thing. Let me see if there's anything that I had missed. Um, Do you recall you said? Oh, other, oh my gosh, I forgot about this. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. She asked for pictures of our family. <gasps> joy wow um single white apparition much yeah i know really? I, I was gonna bring her up earlier just because of the clothes changing thing the pajamas i was gonna be like not another single really? white apparition Dude, Ooh, but no, what my is my eyes what are watering asking, right now but family was there prior right yeah you had family staying there yeah but so i'm I, wondering if it was more like no. Emily's like, no. <laughs> well, she was, so in the same time that he said she was trying to take his Buzz Lightyear toy, toy and it wouldn't go through the wall. That's amazing to me. That he said, then she was asked, I had, I wrote this one down. Then she asked for pictures of our family. She rolled down the stairs and bumped her head and her face fell off <gasps> and her hair turned pink. That's what he said. Her face he fell off and her too? hair turned pink. Yeah. And her mommy oh. said, I'll, oh, her mommy said, I'll always be here for you. Not I'll always love you. I'll always be here for you. Yeah, that was the, what she said. Jesus Christ on the cracker. Yeah. I'm like picturing uh. this whole scene in my head and it just is making my heart ache so bad. I know. And he wasn't like the whole time. He was very, like, the first time that he saw her was confused. Like, why is she saying that this is her house? And he was a mm-hmm. little bit like, should we not be, like, he didn't say it in so many words, but this feeling of, like, she, why is she saying that it's her house? But then everything else after that was just a very matter-of-fact and 
he was just like reporting what he saw and what was happening. And in fact, I would say it bordered on like matter of fact to jovial at times that he was like, he found her funny and like, it was a playmate, you know? So, but he didn't, he didn't didn't say that like she looked strange when she was talking to him or like she was floating or she was see-through or there was, she must've like looked. He told me afterwards that everything was pink. So I don't know if that was, Mm. she was covered. Oh. Uh, But he, yeah, but he had added that her face fell off and then her hair turned pink and everything was pink was what he had added. So. God, the face fell off thing was. Yeah. That's, that's rough. Yeah. That was the stuff that I had written down that her face fell off and her um, hair turned pink. And yeah, and I forgot about the asking for pictures of her face, like so bad that it was just bloody. That's my guess. Or like her hair was bloody in her face, right? Something like her face—you couldn't see her face anymore. Yeah, that's what my guess is from a two-year-old to kind of describe what he saw. That would be my guess. See if there's anything else that I wrote down. Oh my god! Oh, he said. Did you guys contact the owner of the house? Oh wait, hang on, Lauren. I said. said, I said, I wrote down that she said she was sad, or Miles said she was sad when she walked away with her daddy, and then her mommy was grumpy. Yeah. So I don't know if it was kind of like the, maybe a telling of like, maybe what it, maybe there was some turmoil in the house, and they were making her choose sides at some point, and that was what led up to what had happened. I don't know. I don't know. I always hear That's stuff like odd. that, and my brain goes to, like, abuse or something. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, dad's taking her away, and I'm sad. Oh. I have to go and mom is, like, upset about her. Like, because if it was oh, right. hundreds of years ago. Right. Um, wife I mean even now in some cases the wife is not going to have a leg to stand on and doing anything oh yeah I don't know I'm this is all conjecture obviously (laughs) well you I mean I this is my only story I've ever had and you hear these things all the time so I've also watched entirely too much Law and Order, so <laughs> problem. No, now that you say that, that does make. <laughs> but like sense. the idea of like like being led away and and walking somewhere, and the mom knowing possibly yeah, what's happening. Like, so mm-hmm. weird. But yeah, I don't know about that because if she's saying that she fell down the stairs and her mommy is saying that I'll always be here for maybe you, she that didn't. I mean, maybe the dad killed I mean, her yeah I ran after her trying to save her I don't know. I don't know I don't know I, I do mean, think did... it's sorry carry on I was gonna say I do think it's interesting that if she if, if that was in fact how she died and her mom said I'll always be here for you if that's some sort of like no matter even in death I'm gonna stay at this house and They're I'm always gonna be yeah here for you yeah if it's some sort of that was just like last moment's promise. So now they're not going anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe yeah. the, the father is just super grumpy because he got roped into it. And he's like, yeah. I don't want to stay here for fucking ever. I couldn't stand the two of you. Right. Like, <laughs> maybe yeah. like everybody's really mad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so were you guys able to get in touch with the owner of the home to ask them about it? 
Um, we never actually followed back up with her. Um, I probably should. I started to like kind of Google like the name of the place and ghost stories together. And it was, of course, like, oh, the whole area, it's, it's outside of Galway County or in Galway County in Ireland in a really remote little area. And it was like, you know, everything that I had was like, oh, there's lots of stories from the manor and the cottage. There's nothing specific about this family or this girl or this name or anything, but I probably should reach out to her. But it was interesting because we did eventually meet her. Mm -hmm. She did come to the door and my husband actually rode into town with her to run an errand because she had a car and, and took him into town. And Miles met her and I said, oh, was that who came to the door? Was that Alicia? And he said, no, like I like I had asked him some sort of crazy question. Like, of course, that's she's a grown woman. Mother. Yeah, I told you <laughs> who Alicia is and what she looks she's like. She's on the couch right now. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. So you um, you have a video of him on the couch. Yeah. So that was me sort of prodding to make sure people would believe me and also like, okay, let me see if he tells it the same way. So there is a little bit of me leading of like, and what did she say? And and then what did she do? But this was because he had said the whole sentence before that, that I was like, I'm going to get my phone and we're going to record mm -hmm. this. Oh, my God. If I try to ask mm -hmm. my child the same thing two times in a row, he's like, I already told you, Mom. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to tell you again. And walks away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a little, there was like a reluctancy and also like, a, I said, like, but. I'm not listening. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was so interesting that, especially at the age, it was like, he, you know, we brought it up to one family. I mean, we're at this big party with. 50 friends and family members and it's like it's it's like wait what happened and I'm telling the story again and they're Miles what happened and they would ask him and it was always exactly the same she said hey this is my house and then she breaks my heart like this and it was always the hand right on the chest Jesus. punching him yeah so it was always like, like was he even aware of where his heart was at that point hey, like exactly. what? and I'd never heard him say the phrase break to my heart broke my heart you know you and I said it I have no idea. It was if she was about the same age. Like I don't I'm, I'm not fully I don't know what the rules are about like how old you are when you die versus how much you can know as right, a ghost. Right. Like I don't, yeah. How <laughs> that works. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was like is it at first I thought it was like sort of um like figuratively she broke my heart. Yeah. And it was like he punched like this and punched himself in the chest and it's like would break be something um like in an irish dialect do you know um like I, mean, I, don't, say, I don't know especially why he said she broke to my fine. heart she yeah, breaked my break, heart she right. breaked my heart that was his exact yeah she, she breaks my heart like, like this kid would say it like in the UK rather than like if that was something that would be a colloquialism or like a regular way of saying it instead of I broke because I know some things go back and forth I don't I'm not finding anything I don't I mean I don't think so I'm just curious 
or if it's yeah, but then to also like your heart actually there, you right. know, <laughs> like just a little kid saying it, right? And then that's what the other thing was to to punch exactly where his heart was was very. Yeah. Like, it seemed like someone said like I'm gonna break your heart or I just broke your heart. Like it was a very like I, I can like fear like going I break your heart, you know, like right, and like ha, exactly. Mm-hmm. There. I break your heart. Get out of my yeah, mouth. Because it wasn't fear after that. It was almost like hurt feelings. Like, and then she breaks my heart like this. And it wasn't fear. It was almost like, why did, why would she do that? You know? Right. And then, yeah, I didn't do anything. Yeah. And then when he saw her again, there was no like, oh, there she is. It was just like, she's silly. Like, why is Alicia doing it? She's dressed like me now. And she wants pictures of our family. Did anybody, oh, that's so weird. <laughs> Did anybody else, but she knows what pictures are, that means. Right. If you, right. I mean, again, I don't know what ghosts get to be privy so, to right. afterward, but like it might right. be harder for a ghost from the 1600s to understand what a photograph is. Right. So the other the other thing about this is is that depending on how old it was, you can probably tell because in that area the the language would, spoken wouldn't have been English back in the 1500s. Sure. Oh, it would have yeah. been Gaelic. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know if you can if though you know whenever English became the language in that right. area would give you that would shorten the the window frame of when right. this would have happened. Right. That's a good point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had like, I had originally looked and it was like, it had been passed to one family and then possibly a British family. And then it became that sort of, um, B and B type place. Um, but yeah, according to the census records, it was like, it had been passed around a couple of times from when it first was. This was the smaller house in the back, like a caretaker's house. It was, yeah. So, so there's like, a main. There might not have been any records then of that at right. all. It right. Right. Exactly. Be the main owners. It would have been whoever was taking care of the. Right. Grounds. Right. Exactly. Oh my gosh, this is so interesting. Right. That's so nuts. Did anybody else who stayed there before you have any weird feelings? Like, feel like, oh, I always had a headache in there. Like the stairs were weird, or. Anything no, like it was that. just what my brother-in-law said about, uh, oh, I'm sure there's mice in there. It's an old place. We heard some, some rustling and some creaking. Yeah, but definitely no, you know, my eight-year-old niece is extremely intelligent and articulate and she, she would have, re- yeah, she would have reported anything like that. Wow. Yeah. Some but... people are just those lighthouses, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I agree with what you said earlier, though. I think the younger the age, the the more open some kids are to it. Yeah, um, and he is, he's always been very vocal. So I think it's like the things that he was able to articulate so well, maybe if other kids have, have seen this or been experienced it, they may not be able to say that in so many words. Yeah. And so I think it was a combination of him being so articulate and, you know, being able to actually say what he saw and what he felt was he was able to kind of give us an exact picture. (laughs) But I do think it was interesting to ask him today. And oh, yeah, Alicia from Ireland. Total recall. Mm hmm. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna think about this for a while. Yeah. And then I, I sent Emily the video so you can see a little bit of what the red couch looked like and oh my gosh. the weird room. <laughs> it's weird room in Definitely Ireland. a style choice. Yeah. That I don't mm-hmm. know that I would make. Right. But it, it's a choice. Everyone, mm-hmm. everyone makes them. <laughs> has he said anything? Has has he said any other odd things since he's been back about any other situations? Or is this the only time that he's really said anything? No. And I tried to, I've tried to ask him before um, because my dad passed two weeks after my son was born mm-hmm. um, and they had actually never met before. And it's really strange. I've, I've told this story before, but um, my son was obviously was a newborn. He's two weeks old. He's sleeping right next to my bed. And he, in the middle of the night, let out this cry that I had never heard him do before. And I had ne- I didn't hear it since then. And then when I found out that my dad passed away, it was the exact same time that my dad passed away and so I like to think that he somehow knew or saw it or my dad passed through just to say goodbye to him like I do think he has he's a very he's a high empathy very empathetic kid so there is part of me that thinks that that happened and one time we were just driving and listening to a song, I think it was an Eagle song or something like that that my dad liked. And he just out of the blue said, um, I love my pop pop. And so, but I've asked, I've like prodded him since then. Hey, does pop pop ever come to visit you? And of course he has two pop pops. So he's like, no, I see pop up on FaceTime. So I've kind of like tried to dig more out of him and be like, how in touch are you? And have you seen right. pop up since So No, so he hasn't said anything since then. It was kind of that isolated thing, but he very much, vividly recalls that as if she was a real friend that he met I wonder how long he will right it's so because even like I mean just mundane things from living in New York City and then moving here to LA you know sometimes I'll ask Enzo stuff and he's like oh yeah I remember that in New York City and like six months later I'll ask the same thing he's like I don't remember that it was when I was a little baby when we lived right yes okay you don't need to find me. I was there. Yeah, <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah. And I also said too, he doesn't remember the places that he lived even when he was early too. So yeah. I do wonder how much he's going to hang on to this one or if one day I'll ask him and it'll just be like, huh? It'll yeah. seem like a weird dream or something. Right. Mm-hmm. I did that with that kiddo because we moved here when she was, I think, a, a year, just over a year, like a year and two or three months. And I asked her that. I said, I asked her, she remembered our old house and she looked at me like I was insane. (laughs) What? Don't don't be stupid, mother. We've always lived here, you know? But, yeah, what do you mean? This is our house. So, yeah, no. But then she does say odd things. She's, I mean, Joy and I have talked about this before about our our kids saying weird things. My kid says weird shit a lot. And, um, your kids are weird. She says, I mean, it's the genetics are strong, obviously. <laughs> um, her latest one that has her favorite is she likes to just random say to me, like, we'll be doing something, we'll be playing, and suddenly she'll stop and turn to me and say, remember when you were in my tummy? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Like, no. 
No. No. I don't think so. Do you remember when you were? Well, I asked her the other day because she knows she was in my tummy. Yeah. And I've asked her before if she remembers, and she's like, no. And then the other day she said, yeah, I had hiccups all the time. And she did. Oh, my gosh. And then she said, I used, I like dancing in your tummy. And she would move so much that I would be up at 3 a.m. because I couldn't sleep Googling, is it normal for a, a, a baby to move this much? <laughs> right. All the fucking time. Right. She was also trying to, it felt like she was trying to crawl up inside my rib cage. Yeah. <laughs> And so yeah. she was constantly, my tummy was just constantly like undulating with, you know, this tiny alien in it. Aww. But yeah, that's a new random thing to say to me is, yeah, I had hiccups all the time and I oh danced gosh. in your tummy, which she did. That's crazy. Kids are odd, man. I thought I was like waiting for it every time like he'd hit like a weird leap or like a milestone or like he'd go through like a sleep regression or something. I'm like, okay, the weird shit's going to start happening. And I'm still <laughs> waiting. So like, weird. He's so empathetic. Like he will be, you know, crash bag with his cars and trucks. And then if we're somewhere and he hears like a baby crying, he has to go. Oh, mommy, there's a baby crying. Maybe we should go check to see if it's okay. Oh, like stuff like that or like <laughs> we were like playing video games and he stopped me and now he says stuff that Tim and I say to each other so he like put his hand on my arm and went hun calm down it's gonna be okay Shut up. hun hun Tim Timothy can you come here and bring me a granola bar hun and I'm like oh my god. Like, yeah, but no, he's never like. Oh, there's a weird thing in the closet. There's something. Nothing. None of that. Nothing. Right. Yeah, no. I know. I've kind of been. I thought I like tapped into something, and then we were gonna get all kinds of reports from loved ones, and nothing. <laughs> oh no. You could have signed him up for his own TLC show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Miles the medium. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. That's amazing, though. Yeah, the tiny well, size medium. Think- she really had something to say or really wanted her story told or just connected, man. Or well, yeah. It makes like, me wonder how many small children of, of his age, I wonder actually come through that house because right. think about it. If, if you, that your eight year old niece was staying there right. and nothing happened, right. but then he's there and he's little and it right. happened with him. So how many other teeny tiny small children come there on a regular basis? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think that many. Right. And so, you but know, this is, had, her, this is her chance. How many, like you're saying, Lauren, how, like he was able to articulate it. Right. Exactly. How many kids couldn't? Because Enzo wasn't saying a lot at like two and a half. He didn't have that like language explosion until we had him in preschool. Right, he right. Didn't have to say anything around me because I was like reading his every grunt. You know? right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think yeah, because he he's been he kind of had an explosion. I think right around two, where it was just like, whoa, okay, so I can I can I can kind of like this is kind of cool because he was such a difficult baby that cried a lot and I never knew why and so it was like once he hit two and he was able to say like everything that was on his mind it was kind of um a nice little breakthrough but I do think that that had something to do with it where like another kid might just be alarmed and not say anything or giggle at something and not articulate what they saw so 
or their yeah. parents might not pick up on it being anything. They might just be right. like, I don't know, they're playing, they're a child, whatever. Right. <laughs> Especially if you have multiple kids or something. Yeah. It's like, you know, we've got an only child and we're with him a lot. So I've seen him, I've seen everything he's said and done. So to not have her, had him say any of this stuff before, it's like, what? Yeah. That's Did, amazing. I know that he said that other day that, that the following morning that she was wearing the same clothes as him. Was mm-hmm. he able, Did he ever tell you what clothes she was wearing when she first showed up to the house? Um, no, he just, it was the pink was like the thing that he was mm-hmm. hanging on to was her pink hair. You know, he had told me that she, he told me that from the very start that her name was Lysia and she had pink hair and then it was like when I retold the story no it's Alicia and she had pink hair and then you know then it was like everything was once she fell once he told me about when she fell then everything was pink so aside from all of that terrifying shit how are you doing right now with the you know that's something that we've talked about on here in our last episode just the the circumstances that are happening currently in the world and how are you guys <laughs> how are you guys doing um you know i think my approach has been very much a micro approach where i just kind of get through the day sometimes i get through the hour mm-hmm. um i take too much of like a macro view it is too much mm-hmm. just literally too much for my heart and my brain to handle um well, and to yeah, there's, it's that ambiguity of, like, when does it end? Does it end? And then the guilt of, like, oh, actually, we're having a really good day. And you get on Facebook and hear of some tragic story. I've been really, really trying to um, focus on what I can do and focus on, like, what's in front of me at the time and not jump too far ahead, Um if something happens to somebody or they get really sick and they need a helping hand, like I have a child too. So can I put myself in the lion's den to help somebody right. that might need it? That's, I wrestle you know? with that all the time too. Cause I'm one of those people that's always like, I will mom everyone. Let me take care of everybody. Let me right. put everybody before me. And in the past when there have been situations, obviously not like this, cause I've never lived through anything like this before. But mm-hmm. just somebody needing help, it's like, oh, well, that's fine. Like, I can put myself, uh, you know, lower than them for a little while and, like, give yeah. them a little bit more money. I don't need all Like, it's just me. But now it's like, I can't I can't do any of this because I yeah. have to, like, work with my family first. You know, I don't have the money to, like, help people out. I don't, I, I'm trying to do what I can. I've been doing a lot of art. And um, we have the landscaping in front of the house there's like a ton of rocks that he's always out playing construction in so I started Aww. bringing some of the bigger ones inside and we started painting little things on them like oh I love that like little high and you know whatever and we went for a walk a couple times now around the block and then all the way in front of the hospital and just left them like Aww. on either side oh just my goodness. That's enough I just somebody to like yeah I don't know be something for like a split second that lets them know that it's not all terrible yeah oh that's really beautiful that's really sweet just something my sister works in a hospital too so i'm just extra about it right now oh gosh yeah it's 
fucking devastating that it, to me personally at least, that it, the gear is being provided by the public. It's being provided by people who have, you know, one of my girlfriends has a 3D printer uh, right. that her husband uses and he's making masks that right. they're sending off to people. You know, we've got, you know, artists and special effects studios around here. My husband, his job is creative and they went through the entire shop. They pulled every single set of gloves and the N95 masks and everything that they could find and took it immediately to where it needed to go. You know, that's that's amazing and that's a testament to humanity but it shouldn't be coming from the general public, you know? Right, yeah. And I that's, that's I'm like, getting political, but no, that's it's fine. No, I absolutely I mean, agree. It's, even a, it's outside, absurd. Outside of the pandemic stuff, even, um, you know, you'll see those, like, whatever three initial news.com is on and it's like here's this heartwarming story of so and so who went and did this amazing thing to raise money for their mother's cancer treatments and it's like right. no they shouldn't have to fucking do that exactly we should have a system set up where like an eight-year-old doesn't need to have a bake sale so their parent won't die exactly like right. mm-hmm. get with the fucking program people yeah. this is not heartwarming this is heart-wrenching there was a teenager here in Southern California who passed away of COVID because he went to the emergency room and they refused him treatment because he didn't have insurance. So he had yep. to leave. Yep. yep. That's insane. Like it is gross. It's, Joy, what are your three things this week that, that are totally, <clears throat> that would normally seem insignificant, but during this time. Ice cream. Mm. <laughs> Bailey's. Ooh. And mini eggs. So they're, they're all dairy based. <laughs> all dairy. Well, I, I am the milkmaid. Make you, happy. you are the milkmaid. <laughs> um, my three things is we still get takeout pizza every Friday. And I feel like a damn kid because that was pretty much the only time we got takeout or did like restaurants when I was a kid. It was Fridays. Fridays is pizza. So that's the one kind of indulgence that we have and it's a hilarious system that we have where we're sliding the pizza onto plates and reheating it and throwing the box out washing our hands just to enjoy this pizza but when we eat that pizza it is so fucking good so yep. sorry can I cuss on here fuck yes no <laughs> no you dirty birdie so I would say the pizza my streaming services that I have so many shows that I can um, indulge on and podcasts that I can indulge on. Um, and I know one that you can indulge on, by the way. Absolutely, I know one. the residual. Just, oh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Sorry, carry I was, on. No, I was going to bring up that Lauren's been doing music stuff for the kitties. Um, oh, yes. yeah, that's actually probably uh, something I should We should, should probably say. talk about that and how I'm sure yeah. lots of people are very grateful for you. <laughs> I, I should actually yeah. say, you know what, that, that is, it has become a welcome distraction. So my husband and I are both performers um, for a living. So we sort of saw this come in like a tsunami where he started to have cancellations well before any 
mandates were coming through or these like restrictions on gatherings were it was already happening. So we were like, oh boy, it was just, it was slowly happening. And then it was like one big crash, no more. So literally just nothing more. So we were like, okay, well, what can we do? Back to like, what can we do instead of dwelling on how much it sucks? But I was like, we just do virtual music classes for kids because we have a three-year-old. And if you're just going to sit here and tinker and play for him, we might as well like broadcast this so we can his his all of his little um classmates from school and the friends that we know and all of our mutual friends and we were like let's just and our friends on the east coast everyone started they got into the same boat around the same time where school was canceled and everything was canceled so we were like let's just like live broadcast this and do some music lessons so that's what we're doing every weekday at 10 a.m. live on YouTube. It's called The Hootenanny. And uh, I'm not a musician whatsoever, but I am a bit of a clown comedian. So I'm kind of like his sidekick that does things next to him while he actually plays the guitar and sings. And we're, we're trying to like impart a little bit of wisdom onto the kids, but really more it's just being silly. Um, but we do it live. So the, the nice thing is, is it gets me showered and I actually like brush my hair and I'll throw on some mascara. So I'm like, okay, I have a reason to like not be in my pajamas all day, Monday through Friday. Of course, the weekend, it's a different story. But yeah, so I have a reason. And then I kind of get so wrapped up in planning the lesson and what we're going to do that it oftentimes distracts me from what is actually going on everywhere. <laughs> and then it's like we're, we're bouncing around for 35, 40 minutes. And so it's like a legit cardio workout for me. We say the kids' names because we get their parents will email us. And we get videos of like kids just losing their minds. They feel like they're watching a TV show and the TV show is talking to them, even though it's just these two idiots in their living room <laughs> that have never done this before that are like, we're going live because that way we don't have to, we're not going to edit it and we're not going to like belabor it and try and get it perfect. It's just like whatever happens happens i mean so. emily and i are just two idiots that never did this before too so it's fine i mean right? yeah everyone's Basically. an idiot that's never done it at some point so so i do actually that was i gotta say i i put it on I, I put it on for our kid in her bedroom and um she went ham using her bed as a trampoline <laughs> just absolutely ham but the thing is it wasn't so much i mean what you're saying about about the educational aspect she was starting she was learning the days of the week in Spanish you oh, know and it's yeah, it's true. a fun way for her to learn and also for me because I'm I'm fucking useless with other oh, languages yeah. um but it's you know it's something for me to learn as well yeah it's all just like it's evolving <laughs> it's like okay I guess we should add some structure to this because it seems like uh we're not going anywhere for a while I'm not going to shame myself. I can't judge myself. We're all doing the best that yep, we can right doing now. Doing the best we can. And, that's what's and calm parents equals calmer kids, however we have to get there. So that is something that I'm finding gratitude in, just her extreme delight in that. Also, Aww. the fucking Paw Patrol. There's the, the, I don't know what it is, when they turn into superhero, who gives a fuck? It's when uh, they're, yeah. they're, they're tower, they get a spaceship, whatever. But every time that happens, she's like, do you see the tower? Look, you are, mommy, come here. Look at the tower. 
<laughs> and it's like, isn't that amazing? And it's like the same thing because it's the same episode. Like, yeah, amazing. Same That's amazing. But it's like same formula. It's like maybe for three of the episodes it does this, but it is it blows her tiny mind every single yeah. time. Oh. Um, and then my third thing is we have a restaurant near us that is um, doing the grocery oh, stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we can help keep one of our local restaurants yeah. afloat. We got like a big sack of flour from them oh. and we got fresh veggies and fresh eggs. It's nuts. So those are my things I'm grateful for. Well, ladies, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, Take care and of yourself and thank you for doing Hoot Nanny. Yeah, oh, if wow. you guys want to, we'll we'll post a thing on our Instagram. Um, it's called the Hoot Nanny. It's every morning at is it ten? Ten a.m. Pacific. Mon um, but Monday it, through Friday. Yeah, and it's live, and live is fun because you can email us your kid's name, but you could also do that like at any point before the show. Like if you're like, I'm gonna watch on Wednesday, can you? You can yeah. email me on a Monday or something, um, and we'll make sure oh we gosh, include. Like making lists for the days, you're so good. Well, it's just like I, I think it's what makes it also like that interactivity instead of just like plopping down and zoning out. It's like because we'll be like, are you, are, you know, are you singing along there, uh, Caden? And just you know, like we kind of pull them in as if it were a class. So yeah, um, it's what keeps them feeling like. Oh yeah, I am a part of this. So um, yeah, it's cute. it's super cute. Well, thank you so much for being that that bright spot in in the day for a lot of people out there. Oh, um, you know, kids and adults alone. Um, and thank you for being a bright spot oh, on my laptop you. screen. Same to you, <laughs> Joy. <laughs> And if you guys listening out there, um, we still would love you know we love hearing what the little things that you're finding gratitude in right now um, but also you know we really want to hear your spooky shit so send <laughs> us an email to the residuals podcast at gmail.com um, and share with us what goes bump in the night that you don't know what the fuck it is or just the three things three simple things that you're finding hope in right now so thank you so much Lauren you're welcome. Thank you, little girl on the red couch. <laughs> and I love yeah. you, John. I love you. <laughs> All right, my lovelies. Stay Bye, safe. Ladies. Wear a mask and wash your hands. Wash your hands and uh, don't be afraid of the dark. Enjoy <laughs> <I> well. <laughs> but I will. <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 And then she braked my heart.